This is Realty Talk with Ellie and Galen. Welcome to episode 15 of Realty Talk with Ellie and Hannah and Galen. Um, so today we um, are here. We had a little group meeting tonight and tonight is Hannah's first ever time behind the mic. Um, if you have not met Hannah, we told her she can't do a first official episode until she passes her real estate course. But Hannah's been around for how long have you been? Since April. No, no. August. Yeah. There, wow. There you go, Hannah. You screwed up your first time ever talking. <laughs> very good. Very good start since to a podcast. August. So uh, since A words, it's fine. Since August, um, so, which is pretty far, pretty, you know, a decent amount of time. So about eight, eight months. Um, so she's been shadowing and doing that and a very, very bright and hardworking young lady. So we're super excited to have her. Um, but she is here on her first ever podcast. So she's kind of crashing our party. But me and Ellie did not do a podcast last week, so we broke our streak of 14 straight weeks. We missed a we missed one in February too when I was gone and you were gone. Did we? Yep. Oh, okay. So we lied. So this is uh, <laughs> no, our we, second. Lied. This is our second one. Um, yeah, Ellie told the truth. I lied. Um, but not because not for a good reason. We were busy, and our big thing we did on Friday was the Adirondack Brattle Show, and I thought it went over very well. Um, you guys were both there. Mm-hmm. And yes. I thought it went very well. Did you have fun? I did have fun. Did you have fun? It was awful. Okay, so <laughs> so uh, Ellie, we're not going to talk to Ellie today. So Hannah, how did no. you... No. Um, so I think o- overall I had a blast. I thought it was good. I thought it was um, a fun event. I thought there was a, quite a bit of people, more than I thought there was going to be, to be honest. Oh, um, yeah. It was way busier than I expected. Yeah. yeah. And it looked kind of cool the way they had it set up with the tents and the lights. And it almost felt like kind of club kind of style at certain points, like especially towards the later end of the night. I think they purposely did that with the lights and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, I thought our booth was good. I thought we accomplished what we wanted to accomplish. Um, I thought, I mean, anything else on that? I, I think, did you have, you took the photos, you were doing the photo booth. Yeah. You both were. I mean, yeah. I was just excited to see like how many uh, like actual local people showed up and like supported um, like the fifth annual Braille show. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, there, there was a lot. There's a lot of, I, and actually looking at the sheet as we, I kind of got the sheet from the girls. It, a lot of different places, like every part of the county, and a couple even weird outside parts were were there. And I, I got to look. There might have been some Vermont people there, too. There were a few Vermont. I was actually yeah. surprised by the amount of uh, out of state people because we did get you know a, a whole lot of locals, but we got more non locals than I expected as well. Just people who are moving to the area, or people with family in the area. It was just pretty cool yeah and i thought it was a fun event i know that anna and steph it was their first time running the event so i only expect bigger and better things because they expanded it quite a bit this year and Mm -hmm. i thought they did very well in having a little bit of everything there meaning pre-wedding post-wedding during wedding kind of stuff and uh you know the music in the bar and stuff i thought it was done very well um i was impressed by that was our first ever event as a group and it went well I thought you ladies were awesome. Jordan and Courtney did phenomenal too. So that was that was a fun event. Um, I was sometimes running around, so I didn't I, I didn't do as much as you guys did. So you guys did really well. Um, Hannah, can you tell people who you are a little bit? Not going too crazy, but just kind of introduce yourself because we did this for Ellie on her first show. Yeah. So um, my name's Hannah Wilson, and I've. I've lived in the uh, like the Plattsburgh Peru area for my whole entire life. I've never moved. I've always stayed like right inside Peru, and now I'm just attending SUNY Plattsburgh with a marketing major and an entrepreneurship major. 
and I'm going into my junior year. So everything's going good so far. And um, my hobbies are just like, I enjoy running and I enjoy business and talking and meeting new people. So that's what keeps me happy. Um, and why did you want to do real estate? Um, so it was kind of weird. So um, <clears throat> one day I was just in the car with my dad and I was like, man, I really don't know what to do with my life. And my dad was just like, well, like, you've always watched HGTV. And I was like, you know what? You're so right. And then he was like, he was like, um, he was like, you know, you could become a real estate agent. And at first I was like, that's a job. Like, I didn't know people actually, like, that's what everyday people did. I just thought that's what people on HGTV did. So, um, yeah, it opened my eyes. And after that, I started researching it and looking it up. And once I get like my mindset on something, I get obsessed. So I kind of just like, wanted to start it as soon as i could when was that so he told me about that when i <laughs> like think july like no he told me about that my my junior year of high school oh okay yeah <laughs> no that's good so a few years yeah um no so that's good so we ended up meeting th- uh just kind of through serendipity so that was good i'm glad hannah's here we, we'll save some of it for her longer podcast we'll, yep. get, you, we'll get you on for <laughs> the gail and trombley show podcast um so I think Hannah started to say, why do I, why am I podcasting? Why do I do this? I mentioned before, I don't know if I mentioned on this realty talk. I definitely mentioned it on the, the Gail and Trombley show is uh, the reason I podcast is a bunch of reasons. Number one is selfishly. I like it, meaning I like podcasting. I like listening to it. So I just thought it'd be fun that I can host my own podcast and talk to a lot of people. Um, number two, that's from that standpoint. Number two, I get to know people a little bit better on the Gail and Trombley show because it's longer conversation. I learn stuff about people every single time. Ellie's been on a couple times and I keep learning new stuff about her. So that's good. Um, and, and in regards to everybody else, why I did Realty Talk is it's probably the only thing I think I really know a lot about that I could actually tell people, meaning I have some knowledge in other random aspects of life, but probably not enough that I could center around a podcast or people would want to hear me listen to talk about. Um, so this is really me kind of scratching that itch of allowing me to hopefully give back to clients. Um, I know other agents in the area listen to this, which is fine. I, you know, like I said, it, I, I'm all for real estate is one of those. I really believe there's a ton of business to go around and I'm not like a chickmunk hoarding and like <laughs> waiting for like to hibernate in the winter. Like I'm, I'm fine to share and I, I love it when other realtors um, do well. I think it elevates my my game and I think our company's game and I think it just provides a better experience for everybody in the area. So I encourage them to listen to this and um, take what they can away from it. And also it allows me from a marketing standpoint to chop it up and use it for different um, content creation later on. And we've been able to do that with uh, a lot of help from Jordan. And that's been kind of cool, which allows me, again, to spread the message and to hopefully help people from a, in a platform that I put out um, a free content that with people can get in knowledge and it helps people out. Because I think people think they know stuff about real estate, but when it really comes down to it, they don't know a lot, meaning buyers and sellers. And I think that they might know a general concept, but there's a lot of nuances of the business that I hope to talk about and that help people out. So that's why I do the podcast. So how long were you like planning before you actually launched your first podcast um, probably a year you're planning for a whole year yeah I, th- I think i had it down that i wanted to do a podcast for a year i've been listening to podcasts for for years like multiple probably three four five years consistently oh wow um and then i was always like hey i just want to it'd be cool to do one and then it, i never really got over the hump or where i wanted to do it and i don't think i really had a reasoning to do it um and it kind of just came to fruition 
um, at the end of last year, and I talked with uh, my buddy Matt, who runs Craigcast, Matt Craig, uh, look him up, great dude, and he was one that I always gave him shit for not starting to do something. I always had it, but I wasn't. I don't think I was really super serious about doing it. And then literally one day, I talked to him. Within an hour, came back, had all this ordered and shipped. And within the week, I actually had him on my first podcast. I did not know how to run this thing. I was literally learning how to use it prior to him walking in. I didn't know how to edit. I didn't know anything. Uh, but that, as you guys know, that's usually what I do is I just start and try something and hopefully it works out. If not, we adjust and keep moving forward. But we're constantly doing stuff and improving and, ex- and, and, and expanding and going forward. So that's just my mindset of always getting better. Um, any other questions, Hannah? Well, I just think that like starting it now is probably like the best idea just because um, I think a lot of people are like now like watch like listening to podcasts more than ever. I think it's like mm-hmm. really upcoming thing for people to jump in on. Yeah. And I, I think <clears throat> something like this is, is it going to be like a, nationally syndicated thing no it's not i mean if it does that's pretty cool but <laughs> if but if if um probably realty talk i don't think gail and tron blue show because ellie brings a lot ellie brings that that wow factor that's going to get us <laughs> on that next level yeah. um but I, I think uh i think from a local standpoint though there's a lot of local podcasts that people are doing and mm-hmm. i think it's cool um i got some good buddies that do podcasts and i think do it at even though they're local do it at a pretty professional level meaning it's not just like something they record on their phone and, and it's really bad quality. I think we've all invested in um, equipment and we've all, all put time into our guests and who we want and just try to make it overall a good experience and hopefully listening experience for people and they get some something to take away. Um, I think that's it. I mean, I think it's fun too. I've, I've got a lot of positive feedback. I've gotten very ne- very little negative feedback and if it does, it doesn't really bother me. I don't care. And the positive feedback's fun because it, it's just validates it or people say hey enjoy listening to it it's it's good yeah. um but i think we're like at 1500 downloads right now which is nice quite a bit i i i, I mean to me that means 1500 people at it doesn't mean 1500 different people but it's been downloaded 1500 times so like yeah. ellie listens to every episode i know so that would be 40 pot 40 downloads just because of ellie but no realistically i think each show gets like 30 to 40 downloads so That's awesome so you have to download each episode and what's well, the difference gets, between subscribing like if you subscribe it's kind of both like if you go download you can like go sometimes i will search podcast and i'll find a random podcast i want to listen to it might not be something i want to subscribe to but yeah. maybe if i know some guest that i want to listen to is on some random podcast i'll listen just because that person's on it not necessarily because who the host is. And there's other podcasts like a Joe Rogan who I just follow him because I really like him. And then I just listen to, as he, people come on, I'll listen to him. So in order to listen to a podcast, like an individual episode, you have to download it. Okay. So if you subscribe to someone, you can make it so it automatically downloads. But you can also <clears> just find an episode, download it, listen to it, and then leave and All right. never touch them again. Yeah. So I believe when a download is someone that actually listens to it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I think even if it pops up on your feed. You have to like hit download to get it. On yeah. your phone. Yeah. Unless you have to, to it. play it to yeah. have it like considered, even if it's a subscription, yeah. yeah. So, um, and then the local podcasts, um, like Matt, uh, Craigcast and um, Stories of Gumption with uh, Ryan Lee, um, those two, I, I've, those are very good friends of mine and they both do it and I think they're, the quality is there, the guests are there um, and I... And, I enjoy listening to those so I'll put those on, um, like I said, just to kind of know, like I, I like... I like local news and stuff more than national. Like mm-hmm. I'll listen to like a Joe Rogan, which is cool, but like I like the local people that I can talk or listen to because 
One of them that was just on one of those podcasts, I reached out and I have a meeting next week with them. Um, not, I mean, I knew them before, but yeah. just kind of like, hey, I actually listened to something that was interesting and I think that we maybe can help each other out in certain aspects. So yeah. it's kind of, it gives me a little background and um, especially because I'm trying to really build our community up um, playing our small part with others and trying to make the community better and try to grow it and try to have just positivity and, and good people in the area um, that hopefully will just, I, like I said, the quote over there, um, rising tide raises all ships, meaning that if we can all raise the tide or the energy or the economic level of our community, everybody will benefit. So mm-hmm. that's kind of my thing is not to be, um, I think it was funny. I, I, as you know, I listened to a lot of Gary Vaynerchuk stuff it's not, he always says, I'm not trying to tear people down. I'm, I'm trying to build the biggest building. I'm yeah. not trying to tear anybody down. I'm just trying to build the biggest building. Like I hope all the skyscrapers get as, t- as big as me. I just hope I'm, I'm just going to grow the biggest. Like, but he's not doing it from a standpoint of like, I'm going to Godzilla all you down to the <laughs> ground. So mine's the only one standing. And I try to kind of look at that perspective. I'm trying to, you guys know me enough, especially Elliot. Mm-hmm. I'm very blinders on where I'm just, I really focus on our own stuff. And it was mm-hmm. just so cool. I was describing or talking to them about some of the, you know, kind of looking at stats and production and, and just overall like goodwill of people in the area. I think we're making a positive impact. Our company is, mm-hmm. and that's makes me extremely happy because we're, <laughs> we're doing some good stuff. Yeah. Well, I think that's also the only way to do it. Like there's no way you can just, you know, be the tallest standing building. Like you need like people to support you and to rise with you at the same time. Like it's impossible to, to do it all yourself. So, Ricky. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I agree 100%. Yeah. And you talked about like the bridal show. Like I wasn't going to go do the bridal show by myself. I could have. It would have been about a tenth of the production and it would have been about negative 10. The pers- oh, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Really bad quality. <laughs> um, but I, like I said, I, that's why I had all f- – there's five of us there. There's a reason yeah. I had five of us there because five of us is gonna, are going to do – not five times better. They're going to do 200 times better, you know, just because of exponentially having yeah. the people. And and we were all energetic. And I think I was getting very good feedback on our booth. And I still am. And I think that's cool because I think we were energetic and people yeah. liked it. Yeah. Well, um, I was genuinely happy to be there. Like, it was the, fun. My, like, yeah. it, was, it was like a very good experience to have. I'm mad I didn't see the baby goats, though. Like, I knew they were going to be there and I forgot. And then I didn't walk around and I... <laughs> I didn't I know. The baby I, goats. I, I wish we could do better. I, like the business expo, which we're going to go to. Can you go to that? What day is it? It's in June. June 6th. 6th. Thursday, June 6th, like all day. I Until should. like 4, 4.30. And where is it? Great. Uh, Fieldhouse. I should be able to go to that. Okay, good. Put it on your calendar now. Um, <laughs> but, but that one's going to be a little longer, so we'll have more time to kind of go around it. I'm excited and, and for And we're going to have... I think probably close throughout the day, five to seven people yeah. roughly. I mean, I'll be there all day, but like you'll be able to go mingle with people, which is what I want you to do. You know, yeah. not just stand at the booth the whole day. Um, that will be fun though. I think we'll have a good time with that. Um, th- that was a trial run what we just did. And, and, and now a couple of the things were the up stuff that we talked about doing, yeah. um, seeing how that works and maybe tweaking that, um, you know, a month from now, but mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see how that works out. Uh, the last thing I, I really had on the docket to talk about was how crazy the market is right now. I've, I don't know, like it, you might've seen at least checking the MLS and going through it, how quickly homes are selling. It's, it's unbelievable. I have an offer right now. I have, no, I had a house, put it on a couple of days ago. Not even that. God, I put, I don't even know. It's been on for a day and a half. I think by the end of the night, we're going to have five offers on it, which is insane. Like that's just the way the market is that's right wild. now. And it's, it's crazy. And um, 
I just think it's one of those markets that I think we're we're in a significant housing shortage, and mm-hmm. I don't think that we're gonna have any. <clears throat> we're not climbing out of this hole anytime soon. Um, meaning, I think this could last for a couple years. Um, the only way I see it coming out is is honestly if we have like out of town developers coming in to build I mean, housing developments. Yeah, and but it'd be like it's tough for like an individual builder to say I'm gonna build a, a condos or I'm gonna build a whole uh, a whole subdivision, but. Some are trying to do it, but you're going to see like these big companies out of New York or Boston or, or Chicago or wherever. And yeah. They're going to pump in millions of dollars to build up communities around here, which would be exciting. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I can't wait. And yeah. I, I'm 100% believer. Hopefully, I'm right. Uh, that's my belief right now. I'm hoping that five to 10 years from now, we can replay this footage and be like, wow, that was, we were right about Pathberg's that. Pathberg's going to explode i think i agree in and, a good way <laughs> in a good way yeah, yeah. and I, I think and people have asked too like we always talk um about a seller's market and and how great it is for sellers and i had the conversation tonight before i got here with a buyer i said guys it's 100 percent seller's market it's the best time to sell in 15 years but on the same token interest rates are still historically low and any house you buy now it's going to appreciate like crazy over the next five to ten years mm-hmm. Right now, the median home prices in, for residential real estate in Clinton County from a year ago. So, and again, I'm saying median because that takes out all the crazy outliers, the highs, lows, is up almost 10%. So, you take take a hundred and fifteen thousand dollar home that's a year ago is now selling at one sixty five, and to be honest, the average sale price is fifteen, or the average sale price has gone up fifteen percent. So, if you add the outliers in. Is still trending more in the high direction. Yeah. So that's in a year. That's not like over the last seven years. That's in one year. And if you look at that, there's a reason. And I and I, I had some people I've been texting today, and everybody's like, all these homes are overpriced. And I'm like, no, they were a year ago. But I said now there's homes that come on the market. I'm looking, I'm like, there's no way that's gonna sell pending within 10 days. And yeah. I'm like, then then it comes through like MLS and it's went for asking price. I'm like, how is this happening? And, um, I mean, I'm starting to get to the point with some listings too. It's like, let's air a little bit on that high side or like the one I was talking to you about, let's put it right where we know all the offers are going to come in and it's going to, we'll just watch the price rise, 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 rise. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's a wild right now. I've never experienced this before, but we've had to get very, 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 um, what's the word? Uh, um, imaginative, um, inventive, meaning yeah. we've had to come up with weird scenarios and how to get homes, you know, pending and, and things I've never, like tricks I've never really had to do or things I've had to come up with in order to be like, hey, here's some ways that we can negotiate to get you into a home or here's some things, you know, funky ways that you know, almost every home you're going up against somebody. Yeah. Very rarely. Or you're like, you're getting in there day one to get an offer in so no other ones can see the house and you can buy it. So it's, it's, uh, extremely crazy. Um, when I got into the business, like almost ten years ago, it was very simple. I was working as a buyer's agent. So imagine now, like buyer's agent, and all the homes were out there. I'd work with a buyer. I could take them through ten homes next week. Take them through the same ten next week. Take them maybe through twelve homes because two cow. more came on. And then they'll be like, "Hey, you know that home we saw a month ago? I think we'll make an offer on it now." Now it's like, okay, there's one home we can see, and you got to make an offer today because it's gonna be off the market by tomorrow. I, I have a buyer right now, and we. I send, you know, send them the listings as soon as they come on. And this week alone, three homes they wanted to see. We scheduled showings and they all were canceled because they went pending before mm-hmm. we got to see them. And they were all like 
went up and they saw, got the email, texted me, made a showing, it was canceled. It, and I can tell they're getting frustrated. And it's just like, yeah. just gotta be patient. And yeah. Something's gonna. It, it is. And I, I try, I mean, it's hard in our business too because we're always looked at, um, you know, something will happen and all of a sudden, like, you know, I get this all the time home inspection. Deal falls apart because of home inspection. Now yeah. buyer gets pissed at me, doesn't want to work with me. It's like, I, I didn't do the home inspection. Like, yeah. what, what are you mad at me for? I mean, and to be honest, the home inspection is up to your standards. So yeah. you obviously have very high standards and didn't want the home, but we get that all the time where now we're looked at as the bad guy because the deal fell apart. I'm like, people need someone to blame. Yeah. And it's like, you can blame me, but I said, it was a home inspection. I didn't do the home inspection. I didn't build the house. I just look at it as, do you want the home? No. Okay. Let's go find another home. Not like, well, screw you. It fell apart. We're going to go work with another agent. It's like, well, Okay, I don't know where I fall in as being the bad guy in that scenario, but at the end of the day, um, you know, you know, I've you bump it off and you just keep moving forward, you know, and that's something that real any realtor that's been in it long enough, you have thick skin. Like very little bothers you, very little gets you down. You could have down moments where it's like a little dip, but at the end of the day, as long as I'm trending up, meaning you know I could have a real bad week or a bad month, but it gets better, it gets better. And at the end of the day, it's always getting better. You know what I mean? That's. Yeah. That's something I still, even to this day, remind myself, like on days where it's like bad days, meaning like you've had a lot more, I shouldn't say more bad. There's always more good than bad in the day, but maybe the, maybe the bad stuff kind of weighs on you a little bit more on certain days. Those days are the ones that I got to keep reminding myself like, okay, next week will be better or, you know, next, even, even tomorrow will be better. And, uh, you know, I think that's, that's a positive thing to have. Um, Hannah, what is your, what are you most looking forward to real estate wise? Um, so what I would say I'm most looking forward to in real estate is probably just making connections. Um, I don't know if real estate's going to be like the end thing for me. I'm only 19 right now. So for right now, I want to make connections, really find out like who I am and what I enjoy and, um, like play the game and just grow myself and, and see what other people around me had to off have to offer. And, um, definitely like learn and um yeah that's it like there's a lot that i expect from it i expect um like a lot of experiences a lot of growing like i have a lot to learn with how to talk to people and um like how to how to um just uh yeah like grow as a person yeah i I think i think the biggest thing when i was your age you're i got my license at 20 21 Ellie, you're you're obviously um, mid twenties at this point, so you're I think well you're good. You're, you're but like I take <laughs> I take someone like Hannah. Hannah at nineteen was way more mature and smarter and better at everything than I was at twenty one when I got my license. Like you're already your mindset is way beyond what I had. I had I had like a decent mindset with certain things, but yeah. Um, well, definitely sometimes I do like like I'll get I'll get so far ahead in my thinking that I'm like oh, wait a minute, like, let's first take it back to my my first step and let's first, like, mm-hmm. take my course and pass my course yep. and, like, experience this. And then once I'm done with that, let's experience something else. Like, I get ahead of myself very easily and then I'm like, wait a minute, I'm still taking the course. Like, I've got to relax and yeah. focus on one thing at a time. Well, so I, I think it's good, though, to, like, I... One of my most common dreams at night, and it's weird, <laughs> it's not even like a dream, it's just when I, like, you know, you sit up at Your night thoughts. and think, it's just, I think... My mind, my mind's a mess. It's constantly running, but I'm always thinking about like myself, the business. Like, how can I improve? I'm always about improving myself mm-hmm. every day. I'm trying to take opportunities, trying to just grow, 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 grow. And there's times when my mind is, and it's it's a weird 
very weird dynamic to have. My mind is at times 10, 15, 20 years down the road. And I can see it so vividly, meaning like I can see certain aspects, not like super vividly, like, yeah. you know, what am I wearing that day? HGTV. Or, 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 who's the, yeah, or who's the other people that yeah. are with us? But like, I can see like, we're going to be able to accomplish this. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. And like, I can see it in my mind. Like, and I've always been kind of a visualizational person. I think it's just come naturally to me, but the same thing that's way ahead of myself. I get super excited. But then I also look back because I get super excited for the day-to-day stuff too. So it's not like I'm not just excited for what I'm going to accomplish, which I always think that people talk about enjoy the journey, the road. Like it's so true. Like when I was playing, say, high school sports, we would win the state championship on cloud nine. But at the end of the day, like the next day, you're like, I still want to play. Like we, I know we accomplished what we wanted to do, but the memories are all the build up to that game and the yeah. stuff that you really like focused on. And I think that's so true in – what I've been able to do over the last 10 years, like I don't look at, oh my God, where am I now? Like I always reminisce. I'm like, holy shit, like five, <laughs> six years ago, this is what I was doing. Or I remember that house or I remember screwing up that deal or I remember meeting that person or remember when so-and-so was involved. Like in that, I've now gotten to the point where I can have those memories, but it's always a building block going forward. So I always strip it down to like the day-to-day. It's like, okay, today I got to go to the office and make my calls. Today I got to go do a showing today we gotta do a podcast like all these little things um build 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 and build and i think for you just getting into real estate and experiencing that new like you're gonna learn way more by doing you're gonna get way more in a year of real estate because real estate is a fantastic industry you are involved with so many different fields that you're going to laugh at your college courses. Like I was going to my last two years of college being like, this is so, like, it's all theory. It's all like ideas. And I, but like until you're actually doing stuff, until you're meeting with clients, dealing with people, real estate can get emotional. Meaning like not me, but clients, you know, selling a home, divorce, situation, loss of a loved one. Like this stuff is real and we're sitting in front of these people and they're yeah. emotionally spilling stuff out to you. Like you got to have, you, you have gotta... to have a very high emotional intelligence. You have to have, know how to like communicate mm-hmm. with people. Like it's, there's so much more to it than just selling a house. And, and yeah. I do believe that like the, the college courses can be such a joke because like, I mean, I take, I'm a marketing major. I, I am in a marketing research class and I'm trying to make the most of every situation in every class that I'm in. But sometimes it's, it's so hard because you can only, you can only get what the teacher is, is giving you in some certain stances, unless you go out of the classroom and like find your own way to uh, meet new people and where you go to school. So like what I'm doing at interning at Kavanaugh is, is an experience that I can't get in school. And sometimes I, I think that, um, like school is honestly blocking me from like, can't wait, like fully Hannah's like done going this semester. Off. She's done full time <laughs> hanging out with us. So, um, what, what would you think? I mean, I do a lot of marketing where from stuff you've seen me do compared to stuff you learn in college. I, I, I know where I stand on this hundred percent. I don't take any college courses with you, but where, what have you been able to pick up on stuff that I've done that you've been able to utilize? That you didn't know about before. Um, so in my marketing class, absolutely not. Thanks, Joe. Yeah. So at the moment, um, I'm honestly learning more from my management class right now, like about human resources, about all the departments in a, in a business, and about um, like how to fire, how to hire people, how to like 
um, make sure who you have on your team is good for you and knowing when to stop and knowing when to go. Like management is, is honestly, I find it much larger than my marketing cl- classes right now, but more beneficial, you mean m- much more beneficial. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think things change too. When I was starting out, like my position now, I'm way more fascinated in managing and, mm-hmm. and company growth that did two, three years ago. That was not on my radar. Like I was not learning how to do that. Now it's like, how do like, we've had to hire a couple people and I've now been on the pro like my dad, obviously too, but like, we've been on the process of that. I, no offense. Like both of you, I was, my dad, didn't, I mean, no, so you guys are now, yeah, but like, he, once. I'm so offended. Yeah. He probably doesn't, like, I mean, it, you should see he texts times. me sometimes when he sends me leads. I know. Sometimes I'm like, I'm like, you know, Ellie, um, uh, yeah. So was that, I'm like, that was Hannah. Like, uh, so, but, <laughs> but it's but like for the most part, like I, I would say everybody that's new to the company that wasn't an existing agent comes directly through me. Meaning like, so from, from a standpoint I've had to learn that, like I didn't, I don't know. I don't know how to like, why was Ellie someone I would want to work with? Like, why, why did I think Hannah would be good? Like, um, you know, we have Nicole now, like, why did we have Nicole over other people? You know, like it's, it's trying to pick that out. It's trying to, a lot of it's a learning experience for me, even, you know, the financing part that I'm dealing with a little bit more now. I mean, there's more to running a business than just the day to day. Like there's a lot of stuff. Like it could be as simple as like stuff in the office about office space and like, so it, it, but I'm learning that and I didn't know how to do it before. So like, to me, it's just learning on the fly. Like you talking about managing departments, mm-hmm. um, and hiring, like, unless you hire somebody, I don't think you know how to hire. Like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like you could have all like, here's the A to Z like way to do it. And all of a sudden like, well, B didn't work out. So now yeah. Y, C won't work out and D won't. So now I got to deviate. Yeah. Um, and you definitely have to like hire an audit, like making sure that that person's like audit them being doing their everyday work as it is and it's like watching them do their job on their own and everything like that it's like it's a it's a big role yeah to like yeah. um well i, th- I th- no you're you're 100 right like it, audit but like audit meaning are they doing the stuff correctly are people on the same page i mean that's why we I, i'm big on accountability that's mm-hmm. why like I yeah got, make I, sure everyone does their part yeah well i mean i got pissed we didn't do a podcast last week not like i mean not <laughs> real mad but like yeah me and Ellie have kept each other accountable. Like we've done this, I guess two, we missed two weeks, but almost every week, <laughs> almost every week. And, yeah. and the podcast, some people are going to be like, well, you'll do a podcast. You might do one, you'll miss a week. You might do one a month or two a month. Like I've done one to two a week, every week since we started. And that's just because I've held myself accountable. And, yeah. um, I was actually in a meeting yesterday and I was telling the guy I had coffee with a friend and I mean a good like a business friend like and he gave me some very good advice at what I needed to ask him about um and he goes well why are you here like and I'm like well because I had this as an appointment and I don't like canceling appointments and to me this is still beneficial I have a ton of stuff going on but trust me taking this hour to go do that stuff is not going to finish that stuff for me yeah but the 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 hour conversation I had with him over coffee was beneficial it was more beneficial to me as a growth as a individual than me coming and taking care of some stuff in the office you know and um, or taking care of emails or things like that. So there's a lot of the stuff you grow as you go, you learn. So I'm excited for you because I think you at, at 19 are well beyond your years and the way you think and what you want to do. And and who knows, you might do a couple years of real estate and it might lead to something else. Yeah. And But you've got a good background and you might be like me and all of a sudden 10 years down the road, Hannah's just behind me. And <laughs> and uh, no, I, I think, uh, um, no, either, whatever you do, you'll be phenomenal at it. Um, so... I think that's it. Any we this is our longest realty talk podcast. 
We it might the, be, yeah. We hit the half hour mark. Yeah, it is. It's it crazy. Is. Yeah. Shortest Galen Trombley show, but like, <laughs> longest. Uh, um, but um, anything else you guys want to talk about? I think we talked about some good stuff today. Yeah. Hannah, are you okay with listening to your voice through your headset? Is it weird? It is weird. Um, I don't like it. No? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone really does. You're just kind of like, ew, my voice. I'm so used to it now that it doesn't even affect me. <laughs> I think I do so many of these and I've had... Poor Jordan is probably the worst because the amount of stuff she's got to edit with my voice, I like... I, she hears it in her dreams. I know. Like, I, I'm like, oh God, poor Jordy. I, I, at times, I wish you could like turn my voice to something... <laughs> I don't know something a little something better different. better to listen to than than uh, maybe maybe like a like a like a sexy Australian accent or something. That'd be nice. You should work on that. Like a Liam, <laughs> Liam Hemsworth, I, uh, Thor. Which when I grew my hair out, uh, Chris you, Hemsworth. That's Chris. Is it Chris? Liam is his brother. I only know that because John corrected me the other day. I don't keep up with. <laughs> oh, that. John but, would totally. No, oh, he, well, no, it's because they're both ripped. Or at oh, least one, oh, one, thought, of, one of them is more ripped than the other. Or I thought because of Superman. Thor is. Uh, Chris. Well, hang on. Thor is Chris. <laughs> Neither of them are Superman. Thor, <laughs> Thor, superheroes. Thor is, is Chris. Is Chris? Yes. That's the one that when I grew my hair out, I actually had like semi long hair. It was. Uh, I gotta do that again. I think that'd be cool. Um, or not. Or not. You, you, you gotta <laughs> bulk kidding. up. You gotta bulk up a little bit first. Yeah, I, was, I was. I was. I was a little thicker back then. <laughs> you gotta get thick. I, I three was, C's. I, I was a big I was <laughs> three C's and no K's. Yeah. I, I was. Uh, no. I, I was. I was a little bigger back then. I'm a little. I'm a little scrawnier now. Not as strong. Um, and shorter hair. So. <laughs> just, yeah. just, you do you. That's it. Just straight downhill. Just the cl- just the downward spiral. You from, of my. You go from Chris to Liam. That's it. That's it. To, to like, uh, I don't know. Not some, a bad place some to go. Scrawny little white guy. That, that'd be me. So um, I think we're good. Everybody good there? We're all good. We're good. We're good. We're we're good. good. Okay. So uh, that is episode 15 of Realty Talk with Ellie and Hannah and Galen. <laughs> we'll see you next week.